Welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing, where we discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Today, we're going to have a conversation about the next small step towards health and what it looks like to hack the science. Thanks so much for tuning in. As we start walking very quickly here towards 2022, the topic of goal setting invariably comes up. So for some people, they're outright aversive to goal setting and intentionality in the new year. And to you, I say bravo. Fight the power. Don't have goals, especially don't have goals that start at the beginning of a new calendar. Good for you. Then there are going to be those who commit to gentle tweaks over the next year. And I think in a later show, I'll share some of the gentle tweaks that I plan on making because I do like the idea of stretching and challenging myself. I do like the idea of intentional living. And a fresh calendar year is a great place to put in some new steps and some new actions. And then there are going to be those who want to go through an absolute rampant overhaul. They're going to make this braggadocious statement that 2022 is my year. And to you, I say, go forth and slay. I hope it's amazing. I hope you live into every new area you want to. What I will say, though, is if you're someone who wants to do either tweaks or an overhaul, I want us to consider some of the science and I want us to create plans that actually make sense and are sustainable and can be very health promoting. And so that's what today's episode is about. What do you want to be true? And then how do we go forth and set up some intentional practices that will help you achieve whatever that success is that you're seeking? And so step number one is create a plan. But before you can create a plan, you have to establish your why. One of my favorite statements, I believe it was Nietzsche. I will say there's a very good chance I slaughtered his name. But there's also some who have said it since then. Viktor Frankl, I think, among one of the more recent ones. He says... If you know your why, you can endure almost any how. So no matter what you want to accomplish, if it has purpose and meaning and value, you can get into the trenches and you can get dirty and you can sustain misery and you can really kind of slug it out long term if you understand why you're doing it. And so I really encourage you, if you want to make either gentle tweaks or overhauls, consider your why. If you're not really committed to it, if you don't have a well-established why, then I'm going to say, why bother? It really is kind of just a waste of effort to stop and start and stop and start and stop and start. And what it does is it fulfills kind of this self-deprecating mantra of, oh, well, I set goals and I can never commit or I never follow through. And that in and of itself becomes the cycle. And it's a terrible cycle to engage. It's not helpful. And so if you don't know your why and you're not committed to living out your why, I would discourage you from starting altogether. But I want to give us an understanding of how we grow in capabilities and Really, the goal is to come up with the next smallest step that's going to walk you towards health. And so one of the tangible examples I give, and I've probably given it before here, where at the start of the pandemic, my sister-in-law and I, when we, when we started working out together, we were barely able to do a 10-second plank. Like it took Herculean effort to keep my body levitating It's not actually levitating because I was using my arms for support, but even that was brutal. And 10 seconds lasted 45 minutes. And if you know planking, you know what I'm talking about. But over the course of about 18 months, we added five seconds, added five seconds, added five seconds about every month, every month and a half. And over the course of 18 months, we were planking for a minute uninterrupted. And it just wasn't a big deal. And we would do that several times throughout our workout. But we had to start with 10 seconds. We had to be very realistic about how incapable we were at the onset and then slowly build, slowly build, slowly build. And that's what I walk with clients through all of the time. We need to just figure out what is the next little step and take it. 
So often for a visual, I will draw a staircase for them. And at the foot of the staircase, I will put today and I will put the current ability that they have. So for example, if someone is working on a budget, we will put their current practice at the bottom. And then at the top of the staircase, we will put what they want to be true. So let's say they want to do a monthly budget or a quarterly budget where every dollar is appropriated and they have a plan for all of the things. It's important that I say to them at the onset, there's no way within one or two moves that we're going to traverse the entire staircase. That doesn't work. But what we're going to do is take the next little step and the next little step and the next little step. And about every four to five weeks, we'll add in a new objective. And over the course of the next year, not only have you met the top of the staircase and have you met your goals, but it's sustainable because we did small, gentle shifts along the way. And we didn't ask you to stretch in ways that were impractical or inappropriate. So at the onset, I manage expectations with clients and I say, make sure we're committed to the long game. Make sure you understand that this is going to be a consistency over time piece and make sure you understand that small, gentle tweaks will add up in astronomical ways. And so we look at what is the complete picture, but then we also look at what are the little steps from the starting point to the stopping point, and then we start taking gentle shifts one after the other. And so working with clients on cognitive flexibility really matters. If someone comes to 2022 and they're just going to overhaul finances and overhaul health and nutrition and overhaul their sleep patterns and overhaul their relationship, okay, have fun with that. But by January 14, don't be surprised why none of the things worked out too intense, too much all at once, and not well thought out plans. And so I encourage you to think through if you started one particular area of intentional wellness in January, and then you scaffolded until you got to maybe March or April and that's locked in, and then you start up a second area of wellness and from April till June, you turn that into your main focus. Well, by times you get to June, you have the January, February, March piece that is now second nature and you've continued it on through April, May, and June without even a thought because it just became habit. You have the new strategy or skills that you started in April, May, and June. And so you've in fact overhauled two different areas of your life by building on habits over time instead of starting it all at once. And so I work with clients often on managing expectations and then committing to the long game because if it's the short game, you're going to probably burn out and it's going to leave you with self-fulfilled mantras of I can't do this and change is hard, so I'm just going to stop. I wanna give another visible anecdote. As I was starting boxing back in June, my only goal was to go to boxing, but that's literally not how I operate. I don't just do something for the sake of doing it. I usually build my intensity over time. So I went to class June, July, August, and I learned a lot of great foundational strategies, but I noticed that I was still kind of leaden-footed, lead-footed. Whatever an elephant is, where you can't move very well, um, very bottom heavy, I just couldn't kind of get that part handled. So I could learn to, to punch and do sequencing that way, but I just couldn't move my lower half in a way that was any type of agile. I think it's like float like a butterfly and then my, mine was like like float like an elephant. And that just doesn't work. So I wanted to learn how to do better there. And so I went to a one-on-one -on -one training and it went well. And so I hired the coach to be my one-on-one -on -one trainer. And in that process, so once a week, we would do a half hour of training where we would work on footwork and defensive moves specifically. And that part of my skill set became more locked in. Now, after that point, we were talking about what does it look like to start sparring? And that means now I have to learn some offensive defensive moves and I have to learn how to absorb punches, that sort of thing. Had I back in June decided that I was going to start the class and start the training and learn to spar and all of the things all at once, 
it would have been overwhelming and there's just no way I would have sustained it. So slowly over time, the vision built. I started with doing upper body technique, then I started with lower body technique, then I started with defensive moves. And it's just a gradual over time growth that takes me to really cool new places, but I didn't do it all at once. Now on the converse side, sometimes I don't hack the science myself and I make really impulsive decisions. And that's what happened when I went to my Harley Davidson class back in September. There was zero brain infrastructure to support me getting on a Harley Davidson and learning to drive and just go and be road ready. There was zero infrastructure for that. Prior to the class, I had never dealt with any sort of manual vehicle. I didn't really know what a clutch was. I had no idea how to engage a throttle. And I definitely didn't know how to shift things with my foot. And all of those are required. And they put us on a Harley Davidson as our first bike which is kind of a big ask. And so as I took the course, it was very evident within a very short amount of time that I was way over my head. And I still felt brave when I tapped out after round five out of 15. And I know that I still wanna learn to ride a motorcycle, but I have to take smaller steps. And so what that looks like for me, it is in fact one of my goals for 2022, but what it looks like for me is in the spring, finding a patch of land and getting a pit bike and practicing the art of being on two wheels first and then practicing the art of using a clutch, and then practicing the art of a throttle, and then practicing the art of foot shifting. And once all of those things become more natural for me and more second nature, then I can get on a somewhat medium-sized bike, and then eventually I can get back on the Harley Davidson, and I assure you I will do very well eventually. But to go from zero to 100, so to have zero infrastructure and then get on a bike and act as though I had the right to be there, it became overwhelming very quickly, and so I had to tap out. And I wanna encourage you with those types of anecdotes to understand starting small and incremental pacing can take us to incredible places. It's really, really cool to understand how we can grow and learn and develop, but we have to be realistic about the process, and that is it takes time, it takes intentionality, it takes consistent practice, and it might take smaller steps. It might take the next little tweak before we eventually over time get to where we wanna go, but I hope that's the nature of life. I hope we understand that we have to pace ourselves. We have a limited amount of energy, and whenever we come at something with such ferocity and such intensity and such frenetic energy that we're trying to fix it all at once, it's just not going to go well for us, unfortunately, because we have a limited amount of energy, and if we do too many things at once, it's going to probably destabilize us and we're going to get overwhelmed quickly. So my words of wisdom for you is, number one, be like me with boxing, and number two, don't be like me with motorcycles. Or be like me with planking and don't be like me with motorcycles. Either way, take small steps and give yourself permission to be a beginner. Give yourself permission to not know all the things right up front. I encourage you as you think towards 2022 and what you want to be true about the year, find ways to take the smallest steps towards health, do it again and again and again, do it in all areas of wellness, and be just gobsmacked by what comes to you by the end of 2022. December 2022 could be such a radical shift if over time you consistently change your inputs and you walk gingerly towards the goals you want to be true for your life. And hey, if you want to walk towards them intensely, go forth and do. Hack the science though. Work on taking small steps and each small step will add up over time. Hopefully this is helpful. If it's useful for you, use it and apply it. If it's helpful to share with others, it would be much appreciated. Anytime you like or follow, anytime you share wisdom, it is so much appreciated. Thanks so much for tuning in and have a good rest of your day.